0: Hi, and welcome to the Muslim Sex Podcast. This is Dr. Sadaf Lodi, and I would love for you to leave me a review of this podcast and also to share and like it and share it with your friends, see what they think, and let me know. I would love to shout you out on social media, and also, I would love for you to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Sadaf, OBGYN, as well as TikTok. I also have started a YouTube channel at Dr. Sadaf Intimacy Coach. I'd love for you to follow me on all of those channels. And most importantly, I'd love for you to become a patient. I am now accepting telehealth patients for sexual health, as well as menopause health in New York and Michigan. So if you are a woman that is looking for a doctor that understands you and can actually take the time to listen to all of your concerns, reach out to me, reach out at drsadaf at drsadaf.com. And I would love to see you as a patient. And now for the episode. I am an American Board Certified OBGYN, a mom, a Muslim, and I'm talking about sex. This is the Muslim Sex Podcast. Welcome to the Muslim Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sada Flodi, And this episode is everything you need to know about travel and intimacy. Before I get into it, the first thing I wanna make very clear is that this is not any type of medical advice. So if you're having any issues with your health, please seek the help of your healthcare provider. And I am not giving out any religious advice. So if you have any religious concerns, please speak with your friendly neighborhood religious leader. This is the Muslim Sex Podcast because I just happen to be a Muslim woman that talks about sex. So uh, welcome, welcome, Dr. Christine Goins. I'm so happy to have you on. Please tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm Dr. Goins. I'm an integrative adult, child, and adolescent psychiatrist. I'm also a digital nomad and a physician coach. I help physicians break free from traditional medicine to achieve location freedom and create their own ideal nomadic lifestyle.
0: Nice. I love that. So tell me what got you, um, inspired to do this.
1: So I always had a passion for travel. I never traveled much as a a child or adolescent, but I was really fascinated by, books by a particular novelist, Eric Drum Dickey, and he would write books about Black men and women who would travel the world um, and speak different languages. And so I was really inspired by that. And uh, though I always wanted to be a doctor, I was always trying to figure out how to blend both. Um, and I would do some here and there, you know, uh, medical Spanish in Costa Rica, and go off to you know Nepal and learn about mindfulness and things like that that I experienced during training. But with burnout, which it's been experienced by many um, physicians, I'm sure not only in the U.S. but around other parts of the world, I really. Um, felt that I had to seek a different way of aligning all of my passions and interests with what I really deeply valued. And travel was a big part of that. It was something that, you know, a week away to run vacation couldn't, couldn't solve. So I decided to break out of, of academia and that led to Nomad MD, where I travel full time. And so it's been a really incredible journey.
0: Figuratively and literally, I guess, huh? <laughs> That's amazing. So I love it. So where where are all the countries you've been to?
1: So far, I've lived in uh, Colombia, Ecuador, Guatemala, Panama, Mexico, Brazil, Canada, Argentina, and Georgia.
0: Oh, my goodness. Georgia as in uh, Russia? Georgia? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Wow. I'm a little bit jealous right now. <laughs> that is fantastic. Wow. That, really, you are really a, a nomad. So, well, I guess, you know, I really want to get into the topic, but before we do that, what, uh, what was your favorite uh, country that you lived in so far?
1: My favorite locale was uh, Bocas del Toro, um, the Caribbean islands of Panama. Ooh. I really, it was just such an amazing lifestyle there. Um, spending time with dolphins on a regular basis and doing yoga in the jungle. Like it was just a different kind of life. Wow. Yeah,
0: that is a different yeah. kind of life. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. So um, where are you
1: right now? Right now I'm in um, Buenos Aires, Argentina.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, I'd love to get into it. So you are an adult and child um, psychiatrist. So tell me a little bit about the impact that travel has on health and on our social connections, mindset, and intimacy. I know that's a lot. So maybe yeah. we can just do one at a time.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can break that down a little bit. So, you know, one of the things that's been found, let's say if we even just start with the mental health aspect, is that travel has the ability to alleviate Um, symptoms of anxiety and depression. Um, Travel also has the ability to increase our um, openness to different experiences. We notice an increase in emotional stability and a decrease in stress when we travel. Um, And because we're always engaging in novel experiences, there's also this enhancement of our Moment to moment awareness, you know, so the ability mm. to stay present is easier than it is, you know, when we're living our routine life. And so, um, having those experiences, I think, create a natural um, shift to thinking about our social connection and how we strengthen relationships. Not only that, but you know, travel also tends to increase creativity. You know, you have this diversity of uh, food and culture and uh, landscapes and music. And so it really allows you this opportunity to start shifting perspective and thinking outside the box. Um, And I've definitely found this with, with my experience is that it can provide greater clarity, like having more time and more space, which people typically do depending on how they travel, but having that space can create some clarity, some time for introspection, for people to think more about what they want, about what they value. And I think that these different aspects of travel relate to our intimacy, not only with others, but with ourselves. So Mm. having that space, having that time allows us to strengthen relationships, um, allows us to have greater opportunities, even for physical activity, Um, greater opportunities to spend time in nature Yeah. Which nature alone, like forest bathing also can help us deepen our relationship with ourselves and with others. And so um, I think it's just having these different areas and impacts on our mental and our physical well-being and how it allows us to um, strengthen our relationship with ourselves and with with the people that we're either traveling with or that we're meeting along the way.
0: It's fantastic. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, you know, we, um, I travel personally, um, with family and, uh, I definitely agree that it gives, it gives you that space and that time that you need away from everything so that you can really reflect on things that matter. Or, um, recently my father passed away. And so it was really helpful for me to, get away for a little bit so that I could decompress um, after being so worried and stressed about him and his illness um, and to really reflect on you know the impact he had on my life and um, my children. And so I find that it, it is very, very helpful and uh, therapeutic. So I didn't realize that um, there was so much research on it. So that's really interesting um and so what would you say in terms of like social connections
1: yeah i think it's that space like i was saying so there there's data definitely on the strengthening of of the relationships i don't know if there's that much on exactly the mechanism of action of how that happens but i think it's those things that we you know i was just talking about that really allow for that the opportunity for that connection. I think though it happens more with, or deeper with intentionality versus not. So it's really about, you know, when you are traveling, there's a way to travel where you are constantly moving and doing. And then there's also a way to travel where there's these intentional periods of rest or reflection or, um connection with the other person or with nature that allows for conversations that you don't typically have because you're in this new environment or conversations or interactions or experiences that you wouldn't normally engage in in your everyday life. Mm. How that shapes um, not only your own thinking, your own perspective, but also how you perceive the other person, that you probably see them in a different place, in a different um, experience. But in this experience, there's new aspects of them that are that are coming out, that are being shown to you. And how you decide to respond to that, how you decide to engage with them around that can really um, shift the dynamic.
0: You know, I have to totally agree with that. I, I would say that some of the most interesting people, I mean, not only with my family you know, when we travel together, we definitely learn new things about each other. But um, I would say that some of the most interesting people that I've met so far in my life has been with during travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just telling um, Alan that uh, we do all these food tours every time uh, we go to a new location. And during those walking food tours, you meet, you meet so many people from all over the world. And, you know, like you said, you're, you're seeing them in a in a different location, and you may not have otherwise engaged with them, right? Maybe your um, paths may have never crossed, but in this space right now, you have in, you know close interaction with them. You're talking to them. You're sharing mutual experiences, and that really builds like a connection. So, yeah, I think that's so true.
1: Yeah, and I think the the ability to um... To find that when you when you connect with people in these different scenarios, like for instance, a food tour or or something like that, which I've done so many of those, um, it helps me to recognize how much more we are alike than different. Even yeah. you know, coming from so many diverse backgrounds and experiences, there's this ability to connect with people on multiple different levels, whether it's the food or whether it's music. Some of the, you know, my closest um, and deepest relationships here in Argentina, I found by going to concerts with music that I really loved. And I didn't even know people in Argentina listened to music that I grew up with, you know, in the U.S. And having that shared um, interest and passion really just helps to ignite, you know, this connection that would have otherwise been missed because, you know, we're different in this way or that way or the other way. Right,
0: right, right. You're absolutely right. So, um, you know, what would you, I know you mentioned a little bit about the impact of travel on health and the benefits of that. What would you say in terms of say like mindset?
1: Yeah. So I think it, when we think about being open to to a new experience, um, being like the willingness to shift the perspective. Because I think with mindset, it's, it's really about being able to be introspective enough about our thoughts and how we are perceiving and thinking about whatever's happening in our environment. And being able to to travel many times, like that's, that's something that you have to do. If you don't do it, it makes the travel a little bit more difficult in, in some ways, particularly as a nomad, because you're constantly moving to different cultures, you have a different language, you have a different food. And so um, you're constantly challenging your, um, whatever your initial perceptions might be about something or about someone. And so being able to challenge that again and again and again creates this openness to always being willing to look outside of the box, not even being willing to be in a box, just always being able to um, be curious question have fun with things um even even if it's a situation like one of the things that that i've kind of learned through traveling is even in those situations that you would not have um, expected or that wouldn't have seemed to be the most pleasurable experience learning to find comfort with that learning to find pleasure even in those moments like learning to find the joy in that um and not um, taking yourself too seriously. So I think there's a certain um, openness that you can you can achieve through, through that. It's, the openness has been shown in some of the data, but I think just personally, if you kind of travel on a more regular basis or some, if it's something you're passionate about, you notice that there's a, there's a different openness that you have
0: yeah i think that definitely you know experiencing new people and new surroundings you don't have a choice you really do need to be open because you know it's not about you (laughs) you're in somebody else's land and somebody else's culture their traditions their you know everything that they do their language and so it's no longer you remove yourself from it you know i remember going to portugal and just thinking like wow i wish um you know i spoke portuguese because i could communicate more effectively with the people that were there as opposed to having them speak english which Mm -hmm. you know they were also struggling with so it's definitely you know it it opens up your mind a little bit and i feel that you tend to be more empathetic because, you know, you see them, you, you see yourself struggling. Yeah. <laughs> and then you think about the people that come to this nation, right? The U.S. And I think about my parents that, that struggled to speak English um, when it wasn't their first language. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and yeah, they were definitely able to do it, but still it was a, it was a struggle. So I, I think that it really makes you, you know, definitely more open-minded.
1: For sure. And that's a beautiful story to just a, that that reminder to, um, also that um, as you travel, you get that opportunity to develop more compassion and more empathy for what people experience when they are also coming to the place that you live. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I'm also definitely, as you know, this is a Muslim sex podcast. And so I definitely would be interested in knowing, you know, how you navigate relationships when you're always traveling, how does that impact you? And um, do you find it hard to make those type of connections where you can um, connect and be with a person for a prolonged period of time?
1: Yeah. For me, I think there is, um, it's a learning process. I would say it's different than being like grounded in one you know, location. But the thing that I've loved about it is the ability to meet so many different types of people and um, the ability to develop really deep, meaningful connections in such a short period of time. That's something mm-hmm. that I definitely didn't expect um, being a nomad. And so there's two sides of that so because i'm able to do that um, it means that i have deep meaningful connections with people all around the world which i love i love that aspect it's something i always wanted to experience but it also means that after i develop that then i might have to leave because (laughs) there's also this passion i have for exploration um, and so it means I'm not necessarily grounded in that place. And a lot of times that person might be grounded in that place um, for different reasons, family and et cetera. And so um, how I've been able to navigate that is um, I travel fairly slowly. I'm For some people, moving countries every three months sounds kind of fast, but for me, it's a little bit on the slower side. But what it means is I also allow myself to go back to locations where I've developed those connections to continue to nurture them. And so that's Mm -hmm. the permission that I've given myself is to have this balance between exploring and having these new experiences and building new connections while also honoring and cherishing and nurturing my previous connections.
0: Wow. I love that. No, that's fantastic. And so, you know, we talked a little bit about developing connections. What about, you know, developing intimacy with yourself and with others? Has that been a challenge for you? Developing that perhaps that emotional intimacy or that relational or that experiential or that physical intimacy?
1: To me, that that also, I would say it's grown. I would say it's deepened in a way that I haven't actually experienced when I was not a nomad, Um, probably for many of the reasons that, you know, I was talking about in the beginning, one of them being the clarity piece, because I've, I've, you know, I went from working, you know, maybe over 60 hours a week to working less than 20 hours a week. Most of my time was spent really thinking about what I was thinking and being introspective and um, considering what my deepest values were and what I wanted most out of my life and how every decision that I make, how to make it in alignment with my deepest values. So because I spent a lot of that time doing that work, it meant that I was really able to connect with myself on a deeper level that I just couldn't do when I was really tired and exhausted all the time and working constantly and spent most of my time thinking about how I could um, facilitate the wellness of others more than the wellness of myself. I just didn't have the space or, or energy to to do that. And so with, with being able to travel and the lifestyle that I've created now, um, I move in a way that allows me to um, not need vacations, to not need um, a break from the life that I created. And so it it extends to my connection with myself, most importantly, but it also extends to my connections with the people I love, you know. My best friend is still in training and she, you know, was doing like a medical mission somewhere and I can go there because I can go anywhere and, you know, spend that quality time with her in a new location or, you know, be with other family when when they're traveling and I can um, have this time to go back to places like I came back to Argentina to to develop. Um, and nurture, like I said, these deep and meaningful connections that I met with people who um, we share a lot of interests. And so, I, for me, it's just allowed me the time and space to develop the types of connections that I haven't been able to develop before.
0: I love it. I love that you're not in a box; that you don't put yourself in a box. And I love the fact that you don't need a vacation. Right? It's almost like you are on a continuous vacation that you get to experience all these new um you know experiences and you don't feel fatigued from the daily routine because you don't really have a routine you know which is fantastic and that sounds so uh liberating i think you know just to allow your mind to even go there and to think about a life where you're not really attached you know and you can go and experience different cultures and environments and traditions and uh and just be I guess one with the world, really.
1: No, right. no, it's a, it's a beautiful way to place to place it in terms of feeling one with the world. You know, people often ask me, like, are you gonna find a place? Like, are you trying to find a home? And a, and I'm like, I I have found that I feel most home within myself. And everywhere that I go, I feel a sense of belonging. Everywhere that you know, I place myself in the world, I feel I belong there, Um, and I think that that's the most precious aspect of home that I could ever really ask for.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that you, you know, you just you feel most at home with yourself. So I think, and so many of us, right, don't feel that. We don't have that clarity. We don't have that grounding to feel that. And so we're always searching for that something else. What is it? What am I missing? Where am I supposed to be? Where is, right? And so to have that amount of clarity and grounding I think is beautiful because, um, and really fortunate I think because not everyone has that. So, you know, I'm really happy for you that in your travels, you know, you've found the grounding, which is so ironic, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's and you mentioned like routine because there's this there's this moving and there's this exploration, and so the the aspect of change is really about sometimes the environment or the location, but there's so much routine still built into my life and what I do, like my my exercise is routine, the mental work and the introspection that I do is routine. There is a routine about the connections that I make and continue to, you know, nurture. There's the is the grounding aspects of my life that actually make it possible for me to explore as much as I do.
0: Yeah. You know what else I love is the fact that you do travel every 3 months. So It gives you that time to develop those relationships, but it also tells you that you have a limited time to do that, right? Like it's not in a bad sense, but that you make the most of your time with that individual. I think oftentimes we get sucked into the narrative that we have an unlimited amount of time with a person and that, you know, if I get mad at them today, no worries. I can make up a week from now and they'll still be there right? And there's no guarantees about life, none. Yeah. Nobody has any. And everything can change in a moment. And so I think what's great about what you do in your travel is that you really make the most of your relationships, Make really make the most of your time together with a person because you know it's not forever, right? And yeah. that um, those relationships, I can see how they would probably, you know, be more meaningful, right? Maybe a little bit more rich than somebody who thinks they have an infinite amount of time with somebody else.
1: Yes, I think that's like the perfect uh, point to touch on about how uh, being somewhere for a shorter amount of time would lead to even deeper relationship than that kind of extended idea. And I love the way that you put it also because that really is the case for all of us. We just don't think about it that way. You never know when the shift in time or space or something is going to change within a relationship that doesn't give you that opportunity to yeah. have that experience or say that thing that you always wanted to say. And so it kind of creates this um more external reminder that, you know, time is precious.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just Just thinking about your travels reminds me of um, in 2019, I was able to go on this pilgrimage with my parents and I was able to take them to Saudi Arabia and to Mecca. And um, at that time, I remember thinking that, you know, wow, this is taking a lot of time away from work and blah, blah. And, you know, it's so expensive and this and that. But then at the same time, I was like, no, this is something that I really want to do with my parents. It's so important for me. Mm -hmm. I'd always wanted to do it. So, you know, I made it happen and i took my kids and my husband whatever and we all went together and lo and behold you know that was 2019 2020 it's the pandemic and nobody's really traveling Mm -hmm. and then two years later in 2022 my dad gets diagnosed with leukemia and then 2023 he dies wow right so like there's no way to have known that obviously all those things were going to happen and i'm just so grateful when i reflect and think that you know i'm so happy that i i took that time with my parents and I was able to perform that pilgrimage. That was so important to me yeah. at that time to be able to do that with my parents and to share that amazing experience with them and my children.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: a memory that I'll always hold on to. And, um, you know, you just don't have that time again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How important that was. And yeah. I think it's is that, um, what you touched on in terms of that ability to create this experience that is now going to stay with you forever—it's the ability yeah. to keep doing that. It's it's yeah. powerful.
0: Yeah. Now I'm I'm grateful and I'm and I'm so happy that you are creating all those experiences for yourself and um, you know all these memories. Amazing. I'm wondering, you know, do you journal about them? Do you write it down, or is it just all in yeah. your mind?
1: Um, I've had a journal since I was in fifth grade, so I have Aww. quite a bit of books. <laughs> They're at my Aww. mother's house. <laughs> but I have my, you know, my current one I have with me and I, I probably journal at least once or more a week, probably more when different, you know, things are shifting in my life. Um, but fairly often and, uh, now that i've spent more time on social media i guess my my family and friends are excited because they get to see more now so
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic Beautiful. yeah i'm sure it must be so nice to, especially for them right they get to live through you through your experiences and um it's just so exciting probably to see all everything that you see and uh really really exciting i think so well any parting thoughts or uh pearls that you'd like to share with our listeners, you know, how could they share in a journey similar to yours? What would they need to do, you think?
1: Yeah. I would say that if someone knows that they have a passion or a, a deep interest or a spiritual longing for our travel, that they shouldn't ignore it. They shouldn't push it away. Um, but go ahead, and explore it. And whether it's travel or even any other experience, because many times we're going on an outward journey for an inward purpose. And so
0: um,
1: to move into that, to accept that and to cherish that. And then I would also say that, you know, if you are traveling many times when people travel, there's kind of this focus on what they're moving away from. But I would say to not only think about what you're moving away from in your travel, even if you're on vacation, but what's your intention and what are you moving towards? So Mm. just to put a little bit more thought in that and what you wanna create in your experience.
0: I love that. I love that you said that move outward for an inward experience. That's, it's so deep. (laughs) It really makes me reflect, I love that. So how can people follow you? Where can they find you? If they wanna share in all of your wondrous journeys and see what you and live vicariously through you, how can they do that?
1: Yes, yeah, so you can follow me online. Uh, my website is thenomadmd.com. I'm on IG at The Nomad MDs and on Facebook at The Nomad MD.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I think this was a fantastic talk and so important and the virtues of travel and how it can broaden your horizons and also really add more grounding to your own life, right? And really make you appreciate the moments that you have. So thank you so much for sharing that with us and all of those pearls that you gained in your travels. Thank you. Well, we are done here and it's been real and really intimate. And remember, this is, of course, not meant to be medical advice. So if you're having any healthcare issues, please speak with your healthcare provider. And until next time, this is the Muslim Sex Podcast. So thank you for listening to the podcast and make sure you leave us a review, share and like the podcast. And if you leave me a review, I'd love to shout you out on social media. So Be sure that you share it with all your friends and thanks for listening.